0: You're listening to Smart Businesses Do This, and in this episode, I'm going to share the exact formula I use to start making money in my sleep, and how any business owner can hack their thinking and create valuable high-ticket services. Let's get started. You are listening to Smart Businesses Do This the podcast show for freelancers, side hustlers, and upcoming small business owners who want to transform their current business or business idea into a company that is built to succeed, simple to run, and gives you the freedom to live your life on your own terms. I'm your host, Adam Lyons. Let's get started. I'm gonna tell you how you can earn money while you are sleeping. Now, when I was younger, my dad kept telling me the same thing over and over again. Adam, if you want to be successful, you need to invent something. And that was pretty much the extent of my dad's business advice. He'd never run a successful business and really didn't know what to tell me. But he did try. And he'd constantly, whenever he met a business owner, would have me come and meet that business owner, I suppose hoping that some of it would rub off on me. And maybe it did, because ultimately, I went off to grow multiple businesses that bring in over seven figures every single year. And I consult for companies that earn eight figures a year or more, simply because I did to start my own business and learn the way that I can earn money while i am sleeping. But i remember the very first time that i dared to believe that this was possible. I kept thinking for years and years, how is it possible that i can earn money while asleep? What could i invent? My dad kept talking about the milk cartons and he's like if you can invent a milk carton, then you could get royalties for every milk carton sold. But i just couldn't think of it. No matter how much i tried to think of the right thing, i absolutely couldn't. So i went on and i took on the family business of being a janitor. Now It not really impressive work when you tell people you're a janitor. But my dad was a janitor. And so it kind of like just became very easy to follow in my dad's footsteps. Now, while being a janitor is a pretty sucky job when it comes down to it, what it does give you is a lot of time. And I decided I would use that time to educate myself on a certain subject. You see, even though I was a janitor, I still had dreams. I still had this idea that my life could be better than it was. But I didn't really understand how to build a business or how to be more successful. And so I focused on the real basic things, you know, like finding someone that loves you. And so I spent all my spare time when I sat at that janitorial desk learning about dating and love and relationships. But I wasn't just looking at like random forums online. I actually downloaded some psychological journals and started reading them. I decided that rather than learning from somebody that was merely paraphrasing something that I've made up or guessed, I wanted to read from the source. I wanted to hear what the actual experts had to say. And so I pulled down these journals and I started. started looking and I became really knowledgeable on the subject. In fact, it didn't take long before I was helping people online on forums giving them advice and people found my advice to be more relevant simply because I was quoting actual psychological journals and really giving evidence from studies that actually happened. Soon enough, I had people contacting me asking to pay me money to teach them dating skills. And I didn't want to do it. I didn't like the idea of getting paid for something that I wasn't an expert on. So I would go out with people, teach them what I could for exchange for maybe a coffee or for a drink in a bar. But it didn't take long before I was so overwhelmed with people wanting to learn from me that I had to start accepting the money simply as a way of working out who I was going to work with. When you've got 10 different people on the same day that want to hang out with you for the only three hours you have available, and then one of them you a thousand pounds, then you kind of accept it simply because that's the person that's willing to pay you money. And so I found myself in a situation where I had people willing to give me money to teach them dating things. And it was great because my income increased and I didn't need to be a janitor anymore. The problem is I only got paid when I worked. And When you're spending all your time going out there and running a business, those big checks might sound great, but they don't happen all the time. And sometimes you find yourself working for less than minimum wage simply because you need to generate some kind of money. And this is when one of my friends told me that I should write a book. I could take all of the knowledge I'd collected over the last few years, compile them all into a book, and then I would get paid even when I wasn't awake. You know, My book will just sell itself on Amazon and I'll earn money from it. Now, I didn't know the process of writing a book. I didn't know how to do it back then. Now I have an entire system. And I can actually write an entire book in two days. But back then, it took me two weeks to sit down and write a book. And the book only ended up having about 60 pages in it. So it's really more like a booklet. But I made the book. I put it up on the internet, hoping that people would buy it. Now, when I first launched the book, I launched it for about eight bucks because I figured that was a good amount. Um, and I wanted to do it in dollars because there was a bigger audience in America. And so I put this book up, hoping it would sell itself. And it really didn't. So I started getting frustrated that this book is sitting up there, this product is sitting up there, and it just didn't make me any money. And since helping other business owners, I've learned that many people have this problem where you put something online hoping it makes money. And ultimately, it doesn't simply because you're not just going to make money because you put something out there. You need to know how to promote it. You need to know how to market it. You need to know how to run a business. And so I, thankfully, I had a friend, somebody that my dad had introduced me to, who sat down and gave me some advice, uh, some advice on buying the book. He said to me that there are two ways to think about business. On one hand, you've got a niche business, which is a very small business that targets a very specific amount of people looking to solve a very specific problem. And then you've got a general business, something that applies to most people. And he said, you've got to decide which of the two you are, because what you're doing is you're doing general pricing. You know, the typical price of a of a small book is five to ten dollars, but you're targeting a very small group of people that really want the advice. He's like, so my best piece of advice for you is one, learn how to promote promote. promote, learn how to communicate that you've created this book and let people know about it, and two, increase the price. Well, I started going out there and promoting the book. I didn't really want to increase the price because I didn't dare believe that I could justify charging more money for it. And by making some posts on some forums and messaging some people that had worked with me before, I started averaging about two sales a month. So I was selling this book for $8, but I was making two sales a month. Now, this is very important because I was making those sales passively. I would wake up one day and be surprised that I just made an extra $8. In fact, I remember the excitement as I'd go down to Starbucks and buy myself a nice hot chocolate with the $8 that I just made. From the book and be all happy because, you know, it basically paid, uh, it got paid for by the book. However, after a few months of doing this, I realized that earning $16 a month really wasn't much, especially as I was living in England at the time. And uh, and of course, you have to pay for everything in pounds. And I decided that I would take the other piece of advice, seeing as how the first one had worked so well, and I would increase the price. So I kept doing everything I was doing, but I increased the price from $8 to $67, which was the price that was recommended to me. Now, I never believed in my wildest dreams that I would get a single sale at $67. But what I found was, it had no impact on the amount of people purchasing my product. I still was selling two books a month. Only the difference is now I was earning like $134 every single month for the exact same book, just because I increased the price. And this taught me a very important lesson about business. The value of something is not in how many pages it has or the amount of ink you used. The value is what, result people get from the product you give them. And it doesn't matter whether that's a book and a piece of information or a video or whether it's an item of clothing. Think about it. There are some items of clothing that you can buy for three bucks. And there are some items of clothing that cost thousands of dollars. And what's the difference between them? Sure, there's a little bit of quality difference, but the reality is, it's the value and the perception they get. When you pay thousands of dollars for an item of clothing, it's the kind of item of clothing that you don't mind being seen walking down the red carpet in. On the other hand, if you've only spent a few bucks, then it's not going to be that impressive and it doesn't really fit for the environment. And while I would never go out there and spend thousands of dollars on an item of clothing, I can understand that for someone who wants to have an item of clothing that people are going to talk about on TV because of their big red carpet launch, then it's something that they Be willing to do. So the point is, you've got to understand that when it comes to building a business, you need some system to earn while you sleep. And you also need to understand that you can't just assume that you already know how much something's worth based on other things that you've seen. Because If I give somebody advice for, say, their dating life, and it ends up helping them meet the person of their dreams, what is that actually worth to them? Is it just worth $8 to settle down with your one true love? Or is that in fact worth tens of thousands of dollars? And understanding that the value of something is based on the result people get and not what you charge really helps you understand how to build a business. And this is the key to psychology hacking. Psychology hacking is all about Thinking about things in a different way, giving yourself permission to not accept what everybody else tells you, and instead to start thinking outside the box and wondering if there is maybe a better way to go about doing things, if I'm only selling two books every single month, but I've got an opportunity to increase the price of those books because there is a very small amount of people that want it, but those that want it really want it and are willing to pay for it, then I'm essentially earning more money for doing exactly the same job. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. To celebrate the launch of this show, we're giving away one free membership to our Smart Blueprint program and some of my favorite business books to five lucky listeners who follow, review, and share the podcast on Instagram or Facebook. You can find the exact steps on how to enter in the show notes below. Now, if you're new to the podcast and you want to learn more about how to build a smart business, then the absolute best place to start is with my Smart Blueprint ebook. Over 10,000 people have already gone through the book, and it's one of the most comprehensive resources on strategically building and growing your business that you can find anywhere for free. Just visit the smartblueprint.com forward slash ebook to grab a free copy. And I'll see you on the next episode of Smart Businesses Do This.